All right, I'm going live. Well, it's time to start the show. Lost my heart and lost my soul. Now it's time that you won't know. Lost my mind and lost my goal. Not giving in. Good evening, Portress Podcast uh-huh. fans. Hello, it is everyone. I, Craig, here. A um, bit Hello, of a Craig. different... Hey, Maddie. Yep, as you can see, um, <laughs> we've got a little bit of a different show tonight. Um, Anthony and Nick are unable to join us tonight, but I do have um, my co-host, um, Matt Sullivan. Matt, how are you doing, buddy? G'day, Craig. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for setting this uh, up. We've, uh, it's take. One, then take two, and now take three. You, you're helping out because I, I went from me trying to set it up on my laptop to my headphones. I'll, I'll try it on my iPhone. Nope. Then let's uh, let's go with you. And then you've had to reboot everything, grab every password, and uh, you're here, and we're up and running. And uh, we've uh, yeah, we're we're all up and running. We, I, I I don't know uh, in relation to how prepared we are for this weekend in our podcast. <sighs> like we've got a couple club. Uh, are we we're decimated with uh, a couple of couple of uh, I guess uh, the, our first first grade p- first pick uh, podcast is just like our first pick on the field, <laughs> and, and and the Bonner and Laddams to our kind of <laughs> oh, <laughs> to, to I... our brothers is is, is Carmine, but maybe the good not the yes. Bonner the we've 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 got Carmine, oh come on don't be don't be that cool to get... Carmine he's not Bonner. No, I was going to say we've got Carmine, but they didn't get Garner. So um, where, where we could have got uh, where we could have got someone from the um, another mm. podcast that shall not be named. Um, <laughs> we we got classy in Carmine, but uh, they they could have gone with Garner instead of uh, Bonner. So. But yeah, anyway, no, I... we'll, uh, we'll get into that down the, in the podcast. Hello, Carmine. Yes. How are you? I'm good, boys. I'm good. Yeah, thank you for jumping on uh, last minute uh, as we. Uh, uh, yeah, we've lost uh, some of our first pick, so uh, <laughs> uh, now we appreciate uh, you jumping on, and uh, yeah, we, I think you've wanted to jump on for a while and have a, have a chinwag about the footy club, so uh, it's nice to get a chance to get you on. Good to be back. Uh, mate, you've had a time that uh, is quite challenging, and uh, we were discussing, obviously, just before off-air, uh, just the feeling and tone of things, and uh, look, I'll, I'll jump on the front foot straight away and say... Uh, uh, and our chat, by the way, uh, oh, Craig was obviously just uh, spinning the plates a million miles an hour, setting all up the podcast. So he didn't get, I didn't, we didn't really get his uh, chat in the uh, in the uh, off-air pre-show stuff. But um, uh, yeah, I'm um, feeling a little concerned about this weekend, and yeah. uh, I guess yeah, I'll go through those kind of reasons and just. Uh, like to see some improvement before the finals. I think if we had the finals coming up, we'd be yeah, really concerning. So, um, 
Craig, are you are you concerned like myself, or is there oh, some positive I'm, thing? I'm massively be... concerned, mate. I'm I, I'm stumped as to what's going on here. I was not expecting Connor Rosie to be out with um, knee soreness of all mm. bloody things. I wasn't expecting yeah. Stephen Motlop to be out with um, his ankle. Um, I was expecting yeah. dirt, um, butters to be dropped yep. um, with his um, with his knee, yeah, not um, dropped, but, but yeah. they reckon well, yeah, injured with his knee. Um, I wasn't yeah, expecting Clurie to be dropped, but I was expecting yeah, the surprising. defenders to go. But again, I, I do not understand the selections. I think we basically... might become a Clurie might become a uh, a medi sub straight away, and I I don't think he's the medi sub. I don't think he's the medi sub. Don't think. So no. you think he's he'll be out definitely. I think he plays for the Magpies this week, especially given that okay. all we've done is gone, instead of having a bunch of tools in defence, we've now just gone and ha- just dumped a bunch of tools up forward. So where you're also going with this is obviously we've got some injuries. The injuries are different to actually statements you know, by mm. the coaching or selection committee. The Cleary one, is that a statement or is that because the kids just come back from... The you know, oh, I don't know. Bike, you know the, I the think young, that I think well, they've probably like, I think they've just realised that they made a mistake last week by mm. bringing Clurry in and not dropping a, def- a tall defender. We had too many yeah. tall defenders. That meant Alira Lear went forward in ruck, which he, he he's not a forward or a ruckman. He yes, I he can take same, a good yeah. mark, but he's he's just not that kind of a player. He needs to be the intercepting. Tall defender, that's where you need to leave him, and I think they realised that after the trying the tall defence yeah. last week. But they've decided to go a tall forward line this week, so we're going to have yes, we've got Laddams. So you've got Laddams, Marshall, Georgiades, Dixon in your forward line. The only thing I can think of is that they're going to play Georgiades as a smaller forward line. Time. And I think obviously time. with Ryder and Marshall, like yeah. we know we know the team that we we're going to get against. Yeah, sorry, come on. Yeah, well, I'm looking at the lineup now, and they've got Bonner playing on a wing, and uh, Amon at half forward, which perplexes me. That doesn't surprise. That actually doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise you, Craig? That doesn't surprise me whatsoever, because realistically, if you look at so you look at the team. Um, so, where have they placed... Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? They've also placed Bergman forward, for fuck's sake. Yeah. So, you've got a forward line of... So, a half-forward line at the moment of Georgiades, Amon, and Marshall playing on a half-forward flank. <laughs> Which so is laughing. Why? Marshall on a half-forward... No, I think maybe Bergman... Well, Bergman probably would play a half-forward flank a lot better, but then you're going to have a forward line of... What? Dixon, Bergman, and Bow Pepper. Oh, I can't help but laugh at this. This is just ludicrousy. I mean, Bo- mean Bonner yeah, isn't that bad of a wingman. I'm not saying he's an, a great wingman, but I'd rather I see him like play he's... wing forward than him playing defence. He is not a defender. Yeah, he yeah, needs yeah. to play he, forward. We, but he gets I, goals kicks on him. He needs to be in the for, forward half. He, yeah. I think. Mm. I think Bonner needs to be. In the the nightmare. I think Bonner needs to be a pocket player, forward pocket, yeah. and put Bergman yeah, back yeah. on a wing. Aim on forward, oh, I don't Bergman, mind. Bergman, Bergman's got the inside game, so yeah. Bergman, Bergman's got a good inside game, and he can play. I reckon he's going to get a fair bit of midfield minutes. I have a, str- mm. I have a sinking feeling that we're going to play Woodcock in the midfield a fair bit. 
because that's just yeah. I, I can just see that fucking happening. Yeah. Um, and he's not he's not he's not a good in that position, is he? He's a, more of a forward. Well, he, a play, he plays forward. well as a midfielder in the Sandful. Mm. I just don't know if he's got the ability to play as a Maybe. midfielder at AFL. And one of the criticisms I have of him is he pulls out of contests. If there, is, if, if there is a contest, he pulls out. A big question for you boys. I'll start with you, Carmine. A big question for you guys is how right now, after seeing the, the ins and outs, how are you feeling as a St Kilda fan going to this game? Because we're all feeling concerned and seeing the ins and outs. Because St Kilda, let's face it, you know, are a hot and cold side. They're certainly not being, you know, if for anything ever, look, only ask any Saints fan, just watch the, look at the results this year. They've been so hot and cold, inconsistent. And genuinely, you could understand them just saying, we're really not sure what St Kilda side we're going to see this week. And, and to a degree, we don't know what side we're going to see. It's only really fair now, isn't it? It's to kind of put, we're on the same, it's a 50-50 contest. I don't believe we're going to get smashed. But I really cannot see, and I'd love to kind of discuss how we can actually, I guess, show the... Well, what are they on the I ladder? Think, I, I think we need to talk about... I I think, yeah, sorry. I reckon it's going to be the, uh, exactly the same as against Collingwood. Same kind of result. Yeah. That's what I'm, 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 I'm I don't think about. it's going to be a 15, 20-point margin. For either team, I think it's going to be probably at most a kick, ten points. Yep. Most that should not be against St Kilda, but they have been horrible. They just beat Brisbane for crying out loud. They did to Brisbane what we, you know, have been would have dreamt that they, we could do to them. So mm. insane. Now, uh, well, there's a few things yep. coming up in the chat I want to discuss. Um, yeah, one is have a look at the chat. So Shaw's just brought in. Brought up Bonner over Garner, angry face, angry face, angry face. Now, there is, a, I think there is a perfectly good reason why Joel Garner didn't come in over Bonner. And that is, you just have to look at the stats from last week's game against Norwood. Yes, we lost that game. But when you've got a player like Riley Bonner racking up 30 disposals and a goal in a game, and you compare that to Joel Garner's 10 disposals. I would I would agree that Garner probably deserves it, and I think Bonner's had more than enough chances to prove that he can play at yeah, AFL level, and he hasn't do, done it. However, you've got to go. You've got to go by the stats. You've got to go by the performance. And, and no, got, no, realistically, I, I, I'll tell you why I don't. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. And I'll, so I hope I'm speaking for you here, Sean. Uh, feel free to chime in, and of course, uh, but but I feel like how I feel, and I feel like I'm feeling. Uh, feeling like a lot of other people is you, you know what you're going to get from Bonner. And so you know you're going to get, you know, mediocrity in the AFL and you're going to have great performances in the SNFL. He needs to play and, and do his time longer in the SNFL. I'm, I'm not Garner disputing that. Also, no, no, no. And I'm, I, I know you're not. I'm just going to explain what I'm, where I'm seeing the issues are with the, uh, the coaches' the selection. Is that Garner... Sometimes also a certain players and, and and not guaranteed and but they can come in and actually raise their game in the AFL and already I've seen some quality stuff and Garner is a moments player. 
He, oh, I'm not saying I'm, he's in the again, like, Robbie Gray category. I'm not disputing that. What's I'm not disputing that. He's in a big that. one-on-one moments. Bonner doesn't have that. Like just, just, just as a, just from kids and yeah, I know you're None, not disputing. I am that. not disputing gonna, again, any of that, man. Yeah, my yeah, no, the I problem know. is you look at you look at. I'm now looking at Bonner's overall stats for the Sandful this year. So scoring, he scored four goals for the year, averaging .03. If we were playing him in defence, sure, but we've brought in Martin Frederick to play in defence. Bonner's playing wing forward, so you need Mm. to be able to score. So Garner's not hitting it on the scoreboard. Um, He's racked up 173 disposals this year in the season, which is averaging 13.3 disposals. Not enough. That's 13 disposals a game on average in the same in the can you just read the thing? Can you read what Shane's saying there? So Matt is employing the devil, you know. So that's right. So basically, the, 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 the club is kind of going with what they kind of know. But exactly. But they're, they're, they they'll hoping, be looking how are they at hoping for something different? But that's the how thing. You're they... looking. You're looking at. You've got to look at the. You've got to look at the stats. And the stats. I'd play Ollie Lord of... before. I'd play Ollie Lord before Bonner. <laughs> Uh, uh, you've got to go by the stats, and you look at the stats. Uh, no, 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 no. He's getting average point oh five clearances. He's getting point six inside fifties. Craig, Craig, Craig. I'm just saying. Averaging two point seven disposals a game. He's not getting the disposals in the sandfall. Yes, he's had a few good games. Garner. This is Garner I'm talking about. Yes, he's had a couple of great games. He's had a few games where he's had like 20, 30 disposals, had a great game, but then there's been other games where he's just dropped off, and I think that's where they're at with him and as to why he wasn't selected. He is not consistently performing in the sandfall. If you can't consistently perform in the sandfall, you should not be getting a game at the AFL level. Yes, we know Bonner can't perform at the AFL level, and we would love to see him do it, but he is consistently performing well at the sandfall, and that's why he gets selected over Garner. As much as I like Garner, would love to see him play, you've got to go with the experience, and you've got to go with a player that you know can at least give you something over a guy that you have absolutely no idea what he's going to give you. I'm with you, Craig. I'm with you on that one. Look, and Craig, you, I don't think you're wrong, but I'm also just saying there are sometimes just two alternatives, and are they right or wrong? They're just well, both. They unfortunately, both I can bring up another right, example you know. of um, us bringing in a player I, I, before he was ready. I, I'm just not impressed. I'm not impressed. Well, but I'm, not impressed by, I'm not impressed by. I'm not impressed by Bonner. I'm, I'm hating the fact that we've got a player. Our, our I would have preferred Hammer to come in. Prior. I would prefer to see Craig, Hammer play this week. Out for a second. Craig, can I just get this out for a second? Our decisions to put other players in in, the, in history shows that Ken has not gone with the stats at times. So that's what no, I'm saying I'm not, is that I, I, and fine, it, he's gone with the stats this time, and obviously you agree with it because of the stats. But I'm just saying we have seen and it, and it the has club put it in now. So we've done that illogically. Yeah. So, so, so if they'd put Bregana in, it wouldn't have been a shock horror and an outrageous decision. In fact, it was. It would have been. Yeah, it's something I wouldn't have been surprised with, and, and I would have liked to have seen. I would have, and, 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 but, and I know what Matt. you're saying. I know what you're saying about the quality of the game. Now, whether it be not Garner, someone else. Is there not someone else that... Hammer is the only it, other player that I could clearly see potentially coming into the side this week uh, out of the I'm guys that play. I'm concerned that he's not in. I'm concerned he's not The only other in. one That's that I would have liked concern. to have seen play it's this week, concern. the only other player I would have had come in is Dursma because we know he performs at AFL level. 
Yeah, but I, I they're probably like, they're probably still concerned about his knee. They don't want to see what happened to Butters, happened to Dersman. That's yeah. why they didn't play him. Exactly. Right. Um, exactly. I, there's, look, I'm not, I'm not. There's no disagreement with you and anything. I think you're absolutely right. I see your point, mate. I just wanted to kind of say it's because what, because what, like what you're saying, kind of what you're saying, other, right or wrong. We could have also done that as well with the Woodcock decision. Why we brought in Woodcock yeah. over Dylan Williams. I'm yeah, sorry, I when agree. we played no, Dylan Williams a few weeks ago... He had quality. He, he, quality had, his, he, had, he had quality, but he only had moments of quality. How many times... I agree. And how many times man, during, that, during the game, game yeah. that Dylan Williams played that you looked at him and he looked like he was wearing he was a cement shirt? He, was, he, was, he does bugged. not have the tank for AFL level. He need, Look, I uh, want look, to keep Dylan on the list, but I do not want to play him at the moment because he does okay. not have the ability to bring in. So let's play let's let's now deal with the cards that we're being dealt with. Well play yes. with the cards we've dealt with. Okay, so, so does the club now does the players know everyone knows their if deficiencies and you know kind of strengths and weaknesses. Can we not have a a, a twenty two on the park, I guess or eighteen on the park with twenty two and twenty three now. Uh, can we not have these boys get their heads around the fact that what they know from their weaknesses of each other. Like, I find sometimes the, the the stupid expectation on one teammate with another, and then when they do what they always do, and you go, that's Connor. I know that. I'm sitting on the couch knowing his limitations, but why didn't Ollie or why didn't Trevor, why didn't Marshall, why didn't someone know that? Because they just, they pass to him or whatever, and he, you know what I mean? And, it's frustrating, and I can't. I almost wonder why do they actually? I don't want to pass it to him. He's just going to fuck it up for us. Like he's becoming. Honor is just so hot and cold, and we just know what you're going to get from him. So it's just so. I just feel like Ken needs. He needs a. He needs a garner to go to a garner and go, mate. I need, I need you. I need you to lift. I need someone to come out, and even if they haven't had a great game, so it's not it's not garner. He needs a Hartlett. It's concerning now that Hartlett is going. Not playing, and just like any player that you don't don't see the limelight and no spotlight on him, you, you kind of end up forgetting him. I hope he, we don't forget that, that, that you know if he doesn't keep playing, if he doesn't get a change down the track, could he could he be looking at the end of his career? Like I think Garner. I think Garner is at that. I think Garner is at that point where if he doesn't. Or Hartlett, I'm talking about Hartlett. Hartlett, Hartlett Garner, yeah, Hartlett, again, I think he's... Yeah, Garner as well. Garner and Hartlett. I don't think Hartlett will be at the club by, at the end of this year. I think he's out of contract. I think he's done. With Garner... So, so who was that? Uh, yeah, Hartlett. So Hartlett, I think Hartlett, Hartlett will retire. I think Hartlett is yeah. done. I think even yeah. he's now just gone, I don't think I've got the ability to play at AFL level. Um, yeah. He's already probably had a chat with, with West Garner, about, I think uh, he's just... Year. Just an excess player now that if you're only giving moments of greatness, like games of greatness at SANFL level, but not consistently performing it, then no, yeah. that's not. I don't yeah, think he's going to stick around. Um, but yeah, looking at looking at the rest of our list, like like I said, I would have been happy to see Dersma come in, but obviously they they're probably wanting to play it safe with him after what happened with Butters. Um, so I'm just I'm just going through like the best to sure. worst from the SNFL game that are AFL level players. Right. So Dersma, so it went Bonner, Woodcock were your two best on ground against Norwood. 
Then it was Hema Hartlett. Then it was Dersma. Then it was McEntee. I don't know if he's ready for AFL level, but he's on, uh, he's on the emergency list. That doesn't surprise me because who else are you going to put on there? Interesting to see Vegas again. We pick him up in the mid-season draft. You've got Cleary, Dersma, Garner, and McEntee as your emergencies. So I reckon it's either. I reckon it's going to be. I reckon Garner or McEntee may actually be the uh, med sub this week. Yeah, that's what I mean. I reckon it'll probably probably be Garner out of the two, but maybe McEntee. Let's let's hope we don't bloody use it because. But then after that, so the next, so the next AFL. Player that was best against Norwood, Jackson Mead, thirteen disposals. Then you go yeah. down to Sam Hayes. Yeah, we're not going to bring in a pure shape if Jackson Mead and Tush Schofield. And then it's Pete Laddams. He's playing. Go down. Dylan Williams had eleven touches, two goals, one. Then it was Garner after Williams. Then you've got Tyson Goldsack. Eight <laughs> disposals and a goal. Cassini, eight disposals, and then Ollie Lord, six disposals and a behind. So realistically, that yeah. is our no AFL. One, uh, Those are our AFL list of players. We have got that many top-up players now playing for the Magpies, and we're now getting to the point where our mid-season draft recruit may actually be playing because we've got that many goddamn injuries, and that's where we're at. We are... We are really getting to struggle point here, especially because you've got so Trent Burgoyne. Had he not done his hamstring, he probably would be in line for an AFL call up at the moment. No, crazy. Um, Lockie Jones. Uh, to be fifth, to be fifth with all these injuries is pretty extraordinary. Even Taj Schofield, really well. if he hadn't been injured, maybe in line for a freaking call up. Crazy. <laughs> right, that's, what was that's uh, Lockie Jones' stats against Nord? Did he even play? He didn't play. He's still injured. Oh, he's, injured. Injured. he's he's one week away from returning from his hamstring. Okay, because I went down to the training session. He looked pretty good. He was running yeah. pretty well. So well, obviously he he's still a week away he's from. He's, he's still away. got one more week with his hamstring and should be back. Whether or not he can straight in. Yeah, I reckon well they did that last Maggie. time, and mm. I like Lockie Jones. I think he's going to be an exceptional player. He just needs to calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he with our injuries, he may he may come back pretty much right away. He he, he just runs so, and runs and runs. And I love that about him, but he just he, I think he just uh, he tries to do too much, and that's why he keeps getting these soft tissue injuries. Mm. So he he's, just needs but, to learn that calm factor. But realistically, looking at our injury list at the moment, um, Lockie Jones is the only one that's close to coming back. Butters is. Back to TBC, but they reckon he may be back sooner rather than later. Um, and then yeah, Fantasia's yeah. still two to three. Then went, then went Gray's four, four to five. Three weeks to two weeks to one week to... So We've got two players any, out for the uh, season. So, Butters might be back next week. Oh, mm. I don't know if he'll be back next week, but the, he'll be... Collingwood should provoke 300. Yeah, um, but yeah, just so... That's why Sounds I think, good they, now. You, I think you that's why they've gone that with Friday the changes night. they've made. Stokey's 300th on a Friday night, mate. That's yeah, no, that, well, that's if it goes ahead. Fucking yeah, I hope yeah, so. It felt crap. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, like I said, I'm not, happy, I'm not happy with the changes, but realistically looking at the changes, I cannot see how, what other way we could have gone. 
I really do not see what other way we could have gone with the game. Just looking at, I guess, just, the, just looking at our list, about, yeah, and looking at the players that we've got available, we've gone the best we've bloody got. <laughs> and Craig, and Craig, there's something to be said about the, I guess, the silence of where we have done nothing to talk about the last game. It it seems that long ago. It was a week ago to tonight that, you know, uh, that we I, had the game. I don't feel and I, as... And obviously... I don't feel yeah, as bad you... about that game as... Well, when it happened and we lost and, yeah, I was pissed off. I wasn't happy about it. Yes, we should have played better, but... Losing butters in the middle of the game doesn't help. And realistically, we just didn't have... We were, we were playing the way Melbourne wanted us to play. And that's why we lost. We were bombing it in long. We were playing it to the, mm. to the advantage oh, yeah. of their defenders rather than to our forwards, that's... and that's what we, and that's our biggest problem is we do not play to the advantage of our forwards. That's I think that's, I think that's why that we're now playing out of, the, out of the goal square. What's with that set play where we go? I guess to just to the right of centre all the time into mm. a pack and. Oh, it's not even just that. It's 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 more. I I mean, yes, I don't like that. I think our kick-ins are predictable and annoying. Three players everywhere, and you can just be quickly bang. Every time we go into our forward line, it's fucking predictable. It is just bomb it in and hope that Charlie can get to the ball. And that's the exact way Melbourne's defenders love teams to play, and that's why we got done. Yep. But after after but after the weekend and seeing all the other games. And how they went, I didn't feel as bad. I mean, seeing St. Kilda beat Brisbane, I'm like, oh, fuck. But, uh, well, wow. um, yeah. I mean, yeah, last last round was very strange. I mean... Could it carry over to this round? Maybe. Wow. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I don't know how many people Kilda would have picked the Suns to beat the Giants. Yeah, that, was that, that came out of left fields. Um, Sydney beating the Dogs. That was out of left field. Collingwood beating Richmond. I mean... And then yeah. North Melbourne going That's to Perth. Nuts. Bottom of the fucking ladder and beating um, the Eagles. That's, that's the kind of round crazy. we're talking about here. Is Realistically, you look at the games and only... So, Geelong, yes, you're expected to win. <clears throat> Fremantle, <clears throat> bit of a 50-50, but... You probably expect Fremantle to do well against the Hawks, and then you would expect Essendon yeah. to beat Adelaide, but not the way they did. So, realistically, Port and Melbourne should have been a fifty-fifty, but we just we just didn't play the right game style. And then St Kilda Brisbane Saints should not have won that. The Suns shouldn't have beat the Giants. Sydney shouldn't have beat the Dogs, and Collingwood should not have beaten Richmond, and North should not have beaten the Eagles. But they did. It was just one of those strange rounds, and I think our biggest concern now is the fact that our injuries are mounting, and I just we're now getting to the point where we're just we're testing depth that we really didn't want to be testing this year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not having Rocky for most of the year. I mean, Tom Rockliffe at the moment. Yeah, that's would at least give us something. He, 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 on Triple M, he's given himself a date of I think mid-August or something. Oh, for fuck's sake! So that's still another four weeks away. Pretty much, he he, he might he might play the end of the Sandville season. Yeah, maybe. Mm. 
Just going to the chat, boys. Um, we had uh, Luca was saying Hammer's not coming back when we were discussing uh, Hamish earlier. With all those outs, is incredible. You think that's uh, so that must uh, which Luca says something is happening we don't know about has to be. Hammer ruled himself out. Tyson says yeah, so he, he doesn't believe he's physically ready, which is that's really concerning. That's like yeah, and and Sean uh, is agreeing and just uh, confirming his feelings on it with uh, saying Hammer's gone. It's his last year. He agrees with you there. Uh, Craig? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Shane, uh, it is a heated debate tonight. <laughs> Ladies, loving it. So, no, it's obviously, yeah, some some interesting, I mean, oh, mate, let's not, I, I don't want to be the first on the podcast. There's always had to be someone who had to be the first, and I feel like um, I'm the first to now, like after last week's game, shall I go there with the coach? But, uh, uh, you know. I'll first to say it then. I'll be the I, first. I, I'm, I just, I I'm done. I don't think he's going to get us a finish. Yeah. I don't, I've, nine years, man. I want to do 10 years. Go ahead, come on. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I think he can build a team to get a premiership, but I don't think physically he can coach a team to get one. I think you've got to start looking at you think? possibly Clarkson. No. My opinion, I think. N- will not happen. Will not happen. Happen. I know it won't happen, but at the very least, you look at him and oh, yeah. Clarkson ain't leaving Melbourne. I, I can tell you that right now. He will not leave Victoria unless the AFL give him an unsurmountable amount of money and say, "Go fix Gold Coast." That's the only uh, yeah, thing gonna, I can see Clarkson leaving yeah. Victoria for is if the AFL just say, "Here's a crap ton of money. Go fix Gold Coast." Go. Okay, all right, all right. So Craig. Come on. So yep. that happens. That happens. Let's say that happens. Do we do we say see, see you later, Ken, and get Stuart Jew? Nope. No. So who is the next coach? Ken ultimately has, no matter whether it's another five, ten years or five, ten months, he's going to be out at some stage. Who do you think is, and based on obviously the timeline, so who, who, who are you going to say, who, who do you think will be the next coach? That's a good Buckley in three years' time? I really don't know who's out there. That would suit the bill. I mean, like, like Carmine was saying, he reckons Ken's a coach to build a team but can't um, get okay. there. He, it sounds to me that you think he's another Ross Lyon. Yeah. I honestly think so, yes. So you can, you can rule out Ross Lyon then. I don't want that motherfucker near Port. Yeah, I don't want Ross. No, neither do I. No. <laughs> So he's, 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 Ross has defended Eddie in the whole prison bath thing. And he, he's, uh, Ross is, um, Ross is not, not a great fit. He's, he's, he's had too many issues with Port Adelaide for us to, for fans us to at well, all. It's not even just that. He, you look at his record. He has a good record of building teams. He's just not been able to deliver. Yeah. Two, well, sorry, technically three grand finals for a draw on two losses. Oh, oh yeah. would you get would you get Paul Ruse? Would you get uh, Paul Ruse ain't going to come to Port. Paul Ruse isn't coming to Port, so you can get that out your mind right away. I saw Shane Spencer say bring so, back Choco. Choco's not coming back to no. Port. He's happy in Victoria again. That's the other thing. Too many coaches are too happy to be in Victoria, and they don't want to leave. You can't bring. You're not going to bring. So I, I'm telling you who I'd a big I'd name tell you coach. Who I'd love. Mm. See, see, it'd be really hard to take a coach like 
So if we if we do anything where we're going to do something, we could do what they're doing with Hawthorne, and we could say a plan. If Ken doesn't like it, well, so be it. But we do a plan to get um, Bassett or or Voss or uh, Schofield. Who, who in our assistant coaches would you want to be our next senior coach? I'd like to Montgomery, Cornsy. Chad, I think get rid of Voss. I'd love to see Chad Corns, our senior coach. He can go off to Collingwood if he wants. Who? Who? Michael Voss. Vossy, oh yeah, no, Voss can go. Oh, I'd love to see Chad Corns as our Chad Corns as our senior coach. I'd like the to other see... person the other person I reckon I could really buy as our senior coach is uh if well if Scott Scott Burns was that guy that uh, was assistant coach with uh, with the Crows. And he's been with West Coast. No, I, I can't like see him coming over. Or, or I think another person I would really like is Josh Franco, is our senior coach. He's been coached with Gold mm. Coast and he's come back to Adelaide. And well, he's, he's meant to be coming guy. back to Adelaide next year. He's basically already I, put I, in his... Port Adelaide had any balls in our, our plans and looked at all the young youth that we've got and coming in, getting a new coach right now, because... Ken, I know we're not going to. We're fifth in the ladder. There's so the many problem reasons. is we've already re-signed Ken for another few years, so we're going to have I'm to pay him out. And where's no the money coming? From? Where's the money coming from? I know. There's no way we're changing coaches. But I tell you what, uh, he no more extensions because he's got to deliver. Koshi has got to basically act on what he's said now and promised. This is it now, and if we've got to be getting a. Well, it's premiership, really. We we did a prelim last year, and uh, and another one of those is not good enough. So it's it's for him to kind of really buy the trust of the whole, uh, I guess, deep the deep the fan base, you know, that cares. It's going to be a um, it's going to be a grand final, and and even almost. Well, a, we've still got we we've a, still got the chance really this year. That might, might we might not be playing well at the moment. We've still got a chance this year. At this stage, we still haven't lost, we still haven't lost to a Brisbane. bottom eight side, a bottom ten side yet. Hopefully, that doesn't yeah, Brisbane change Brisbane lost to St Kilda, so there's other side, There's no guarantee that those sides are going to just keep dominating that. Really correct. Top. No, that's yeah, correct. So, but yeah. I just got to keep hammering away. We've, we've got to one, and again, you've got to, you've also got to add into the fact with Ken this year that we've. Not we we had all these injuries. You you've got to play what you can, what plays you've got available, mm. and mm. I don't know. The only other thing I can think of is: Are we trying to stay under the radar a bit with our plans, so that when we do make it to finals, we can try something different mm. come finals and yeah, um, then unleash those plans to. Um, basically throw the other teams off thinking, oh, yeah, we've already beaten Port once, we'll do it again. I mean, we did it last year to um, Geelong. They um, they dominated us um, <laughs> at the SCG last year, and then we came in and beat them at Adelaide Oval. So who knows? I mean, that's the thing. And, we, and we, we, you've still got a bunch of players to come back into the side. So I'm still... I'm still out on this whole get rid of Ken Hinckley, get rid of Ken Hinckley train. Yeah, I don't mean I'm that. Not, I'm in not a way. Like, I just want changes. I want. I want, I want changes too. Um, I want success. I want us I mean, to be I'm, not looking shaky. I want us to win. What about Adam Kingsley, guys? 
on Richmond. Now, now you just get, yeah. the problem is to the fan base is it's going to be another untried uh, untried senior coach. Oh, You'll be getting another rookie senior coach. Yeah, yeah, but you could have um, coaches come from a premiership team and they're not able to deliver. It doesn't always work. I mean. Yeah, that's true. But the thing is, like, look, with Port Adelaide in 2004, we had um, Clarkson go on to create the Hawthorne dynasty. All well and good there. Did we not also have... um, Phil Walsh? Well, Phil Walsh, but then he's... But you can't can't bring him into the equation. There's another one I'm thinking of that... Yeah. (sighs) I'm trying to think. There was another one, I think, that left Port in... 0405 and went to become a senior coach, but I think he wasn't. Well, I don't think it was Mark Newell. I think it was some. There was a few, we had a couple of other coaches that left Port around that time as well, and they weren't able to succeed as senior coaches. Just because you come from a premiership background doesn't mean you're going to get premiership success. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, realistically, if you look at so Michael Voss, he was he was in premierships at Brisbane. Hasn't been Dean able to Bailey, bring, bring Sean, that. Sean Dean Bailey as well. Scott, well, Dean Bailey, Bailey, there you go. We had we had him. wasn't able to deliver there. Um, but then you look at um, coaching careers before they came to Port. Jared Schofield mm-hmm. was excellent at the Waffle um, with Subiaco. Yes, got them a few well, premierships can I, and can I just and jump then in Bassett Tyson Taylor's saying that it's Jared Schofield when Ken's contract is up. We can't afford to pay out any contract. So, yeah, no, you could look at just that they're in, they're, they're, that's what Jared Schofield could be, the perfect kind maybe, of um, kind of... Uh, the problem is, the at the moment, you look, at, you look at it the way our coaching staff is set up. Realistically, the next in line at the moment is Voss. Sure, sure, actually, you're right. No. <laughs> Realistically... <laughs> If Ken goes, the next in line is Michael Voss, and then you would say Schofield jumps into senior assistant. Nathan okay, Bassett yeah. has dropped back in the pecking order, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, he may actually go. I like him to go in the anyway. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at our coaches, and again, I don't. We, because of COVID, unfortunately, we have had to drop mm. back on um, coaching staff. Yeah. So we no longer have a... Um, like we've got the three main pillars of Schofield, Bassett and Montgomery as midfield mm. forward and defence. We no longer have a midfield development coach. Yes. That position is gone. You've got Kane Corns as your forward development coach slash... Um, <laughs> Runner, you said Kane, you said Kane Corns. Sorry, Chad, Corns. Chad, and our de- <laughs> and then we've got a defensive development coach in Trent Henschel. Mm. Fucking Trent Henschel. Yes. <laughs> What's he actually doing at the club? So he, so right now he, he is a he is a de- he is a development coach for the defenders, and he is also a football administrative officer. So he also works in the administrative side of the club. Okay. So he does two roles there. And then you've got Matthew Loken as your Magpies coach, as well as I think he might do on-field coaching. 
from the bench as well for power games? Yes, he does. So, again, you just look at that and you can see that we are stretched when it comes to funding and stuff like that. And obviously with the soft caps and everything going on in the AFL. I mean, Ken... I think even Ken came from a bit of... um, I mean, he he was at Geelong when they had their success from 07 to 09. That's right, yeah. So he was a, he was a part of the coaching group there between 07 and 09 and then went to Gold Coast. Mm. So, Times were different though back then, Craig. But that's the, again, that's the thing. Yeah, that's talk the thing. Of... I think, and that's the thing. I think Ken Hinkley's still coaching as if it was 2007 to 2009 back then. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I'm just at that. I think I honestly believe he's got his favourites. Like you're always going to have your favourites at any club you coach at, but I think he sticks more to the favourites at Port and isn't ruthless enough to say, okay. But that's the thing. Look at you. you need to be dropped to the terms to get that form back. I mean, yes, we, we you could say that in regards to Marshall and Laddams. Realistically, we probably should have been playing Laddams over Marshall, but. And yes, he has done that in the past, but I, I, I don't know. And then even and then Tyler, Tyson Taylor just brought up a really good um, comment of changing the senior coach doesn't guarantee improvement. You only have to ask Melbourne and Carlton supporters. And that is true. How many coaches have those two teams gone through in the last 20 years and have had little to no yeah. improvement? Yeah, Melbourne, no, Melbourne, a Melbourne's point. having a, really a, a decent spike now and are improving. A lot of that was having Paul Ruse come in and then they pass it on to the former yeah. no, t- Dickwad Tyson, from Adelaide. <laughs> I think, Tyson, you, your point is very valid. It's, it's not wrong at all. But also, on the in the context of Ken, I think if you were... You, uh, you would, that point would hold greater water in this context if we were back four or five years ago and it's we're frustrated after, you know, maybe it's 2016 and 2015, 2017... He's three or four or five years in. But uh, I guess, okay, he, we've got him for another two years. So I think this, this the, the, it, it, when his tenure is now 11, 12 years in, and if it's the same as what we've seen, then surely, um, okay, maybe, well, if it's not, we've had, gave him how many assistants, how many different opportunities, he, you know, eventually maybe it's him. So, you know, maybe there's a, no, a new voice, new fresh voice. So, I'm just I'm just getting really concerned because I've been a staunch supporter of his and we've never really gone there in this podcast. But the, the, surely the reality when it's that whacking us in the face, uh, you know, okay, if it's not him, what is it then? Why why are we always falling short? Why are we just why are we a nearly enough team? Not you know why are we not getting getting that job done? And why have we threatened? Why in this with all this talent? Why is Bokey not? Haven't played a grand final yet. Why is Robbie Gray not a premiership player? So, yeah, it's, you know, yeah. All Do right. you think they're with Ken because there isn't anyone out there? I think like there you is said, right? There. Just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know. I, don't think so. I mean, it's hard to tell. I mean, maybe it's the fact that we haven't had the right assistance around him but even then we've changed the assistance that many times now that I don't know if that's the right thing I mean I mean Shane just brought up that Melbourne success is all because of Choco I think you can also say Paul Ruse did have a big hand there 
shame that he did help them develop a decent side that he handed over I, to. Yeah. So also, guys, if you look at the if you looked at us if you looked at our uh, 2013 to 2021 ladder and stuff and how we've gone and looked at the players we've had, Ken has also got through to nine years on the back of like say 2017. We we, we you know, if he'd had a really poor 2017 and 2018, like we had in back in 2015-16, I think there'd be greater concern. But that we we got into a final and close, and you know, so that when he's kind of getting into negotiations, I think there was a time in not this last negotiation, but the one before where he was where it was teetering on where he was looking at flirting with the idea of. Going, going as well, wasn't there like something like that? And it was it was might, might be a negotiation tactic, but one where well, the last one was all you know, dependent if on he, if he didn't make finals yeah, last if, year, if he wasn't going to get My point is, is that yeah. he, if you look at the floating, it's up and down, up and down. He's had enough. The reason why he's kind of got through and pushed through and propelled through to nine years is that he hasn't been just if just one flatlining, you know, of, of poor or good or anything, ha- has had these moments of, oh, it's going to be good again. And so 2014 are spikes, little spikes that have kept kept us getting, oh, maybe this is it now, maybe this is it, maybe this is it. And we, we say the same things at the beginning of every season, we say the same things, you know, middle of the season, it's frustration, and we get a little hope at the end, and you know what I mean? So And then a couple of years of looking good and players playing well and there's no injuries. So... Are we going to just keep the same thing, or are we going to see actual some change now? With the because we've got such a good list of good young talent, and I just don't want us to squander it. I mean, that, that's another thing is we've got some good young talent, but it, it's great when they're on the park. But when they're not on the park, we just we really go into a bit of a hole. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm just in that sort of weird yeah. position at the moment of, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit. Uh... I mean, how a week changes things. I mean, just tonight the um, Dockers have been completely and utterly decimated by Geelong. By ten goals, yeah. <laughs> Almost twelve goals, mate. I tipped Geelong, but just I thought they'd win by about sixty-nine points. Oh, 69 points. There you go. Sixty-nine point win to the Cats. Three goals, thirteen to four-six, fourteen-sixteen. Fucking hell. <laughs> so yeah, um, a week. There you go. Look at that. They they thumped. Um, Hawks last week, and then they come out at home and deliver a 11-12 goal thumping. <laughs> shows shows the, the difference between Geelong and Hawthorne, potentially, there. That um, and the difference between Geelong and Fremantle. Well, That's I think right. Geelong are because... at the precipice right now. I honestly think Geelong are at the precipice, and I know this is the Portraits podcast, but if they don't win the flag this year, I don't think they ever will, and that's a big call for me. Of course they won't. Mm. Boom, boom. No, yeah, I... Think with the players they've brought in against the players that they have with their ageing bodies, if they don't win it this year, they won't. Well, Sel was just signed on for another year. 
How's he? Yeah. Yeah. So who wants to keep going? So. All right, boys. Um, before we before we go into our crystal pairs and uh, uh, yeah, do do that for the for this uh, for this round. I want to talk about just two little moments that were very special on the weekend that need to be mentioned. We'll start with a potential nomination for goal of the year for Mackenzie. What a left foot! Boom! Oh, that was that was good to watch. That was good to watch. He's got that in his in his uh, kind of wheelhouse or his, in his uh, in Arsenal. And that was uh, that was uh, pretty magical. And the other one was Georgiades, Mark of the Year. That is a uh, it was part of the night. Great mark. It was in the classic kind of pack mark kind of situation, and uh, that was a that was a beauty. Getting over the head of um, Gorn. You reckon that there's a potential for a mark of the year there, or is there some other? Oh, he, I reckon. He, I reckon probably. he's he's easily won it for this week, and I reckon he may be a chance for winning it overall. But uh, it really depends Bob on if some of the wild cards come so in. Because mm. I know mm. um, a lot of people weren't happy about oh, was it um, was it Stack? Sydney Stack? No, no Bolton. Shy, no, it's Bolton. Shy Bolton. Yeah. His 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 mark that didn't get classed as mark of the year because all the Collingwood supporters came out and voted for someone else instead. <laughs> I don't know, but he could come in as a wild card. I think that might have been Sydney Stack. I was referring to Bolton this year. Yeah, yeah, Bolton. No, well, Bolton this year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying is he didn't win the mark of the round in his round. Oh, really? He lost no, to a Carlton player. Mm. Oh, that's insane. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, that was... Um... Shai Bolton surely won it. It was an amazing nope. mark. Nope. No. Some Carlton player won it because it was voted by the fans. I don't know if it was a Carlton player or... Who... But I, I know that he didn't get it because there was a big huff-huff about it. Um... Why can't I freaking find it? Okay, that's, so, that's, that so, ra- so that. round 17 voting has closed. And Mitch Georgiades did win round 17. So there's that. Guys, this is... this is Guys, this, for those in the listening... Portraits this podcast listeners that are Ricky Gervais fans and know, it or know I'm going with this. But this is <laughs> Ricky Gervais' most recent standard special. He says sometimes, he goes... Now, let's just listen to the average punter on the crowd. You know, no, let's not listen to the person. Like, no, we don't want to listen to that person. What have they got to offer? So you're absolutely right. You leave it with the fans and you kind of listen to what you're going to get. So stupid, stupid, stupid. You, you obviously kind of, you go to unbiased or, you know, kind of the, the media from all around the country and not just Victorians or whatever. Yeah, you don't leave it in the hands of all the fans. It's just stupid. No, but where is it? Um, yeah, Shy Bolton, I think. Yeah, he missed out. Dude, that's happened yeah, a million yeah, times so with Port Adelaide. How Shy Bolton was overlooked. Um, well, Craig and Car- Carmine, and listen, how many times has Port Adelaide player that a better mark or a better goal? And mm-hmm. when the nominations come through, the mediocre one from Col- a Collingwood player. Well, wins and, and that's exactly what happened to Shy Bolton. That's exactly what happened to Shy Bolton. All the time. To because us. what all happened. Brody Meyercheck won that round. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I knew I'd oh, find it. Yeah, it was yeah Brody Meyercheck. 
So, yeah, um, but no, Miss Georgiades, I can say, did win round 17, so there's that. Beautiful. And I'd be interested, who won? Um, unfortunately, um, uh, Mackenzie didn't win round 17. Who won that? Joel, oh. Joel Armty. Oh, okay. He won it because the two goals because out of the three goals of the year for round seventeen, two of them were from the Port Melbourne game. All right, because there was Mackenzie's, and then I think the other one was um, Tom McDonald from the the one that was out of bounds. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, remember that one? Yeah. yeah. So, all right, boys. Um, let's. You ready for Crystal Pears? Let's go. Oh, you'd think you'd do it back riders right, would absolutely dominate Cox. And yes, you would um, back rider right, to absolutely dominate Cox, Anthony. <laughs> so yeah, not crystal well, pair time. We're not going to back rider right this weekend, are we? No, but that is one good thing about the, that is one good thing about the one good thing about the changes this week is we have got two dedicated ruckmen in the side. I do like that. going up Let's against two on. dedicated ruckmen. I just don't know if I like having. I mean, the only other thing I can think of with what we've done is, are we going to float Marshall in defence? Oh, <laughs> he has I a bit. Not. He I has been not. playing a bit in defence. He's done it before. Yeah. I, I mean, not. I know we've got some key. Def- we've already got a few key defenders down there already, but jeez, it could be interesting. Sure. Um, even maybe play 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 Marshall on a wing. <laughs> Huh. Oh god, I don't know. Maybe even He's play Georgiades in the midfield. Play Georgiades in the midfield. There you go. Take a hanger in the middle. Oh, the Chad Corn's wrong. Yeah, Chad oh, Corn's midfield oh, stuff. Oh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't know why we've made the changes we've made, but you have to go with what you've got. Interesting. But yeah, uh, um, let's hope that it'd be interesting to be flying the wall at Port Adelaide's selection and war room strategies and how to how to take down a rider marshal combination of St Kilda because and that's just those two players but the, uh, the, the rest of the talent uh, the, the players on that side at the moment they're playing really good football he's a, yeah, he's, you know, be he's quiet Luca it's on the back of Ryder and Marshall Luca mm. no do not say that who's that Luca no what did Luca say I'm, I'm no no <laughs> do not jinx us no What's he said? What's he said? What's he said? My crystal yeah, pair, right. it's coming home. Oh my god! Don't jinx us, Luca. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that you're probably a, a, an Italian person of an Italian yes, descent, Luca. I, I would, that. I, I would. So I, I'm guessing it's coming know, Rome. Makes more sense to you? Yes. If we're going to bring in um, stupid round um, ball into the conversation, yeah, we don't want to jinx it with it's coming home. We're not, we're not yes, England, that. and we're not getting into the stupid round ball. If anything, yeah, we are because we seem to choke when the pressure's on. Oh God! <laughs> Alrighty, so don't go with that word chokers. Come on, that's no, not no, no. Inconsistent. I don't but, need that. But for, for for everyone listening, I I watched uh, the entire 2004 Grand Final last night. Really good. If you ever need a cathartic good feeling, go and watch that game. 
but yes, for anyone who for anyone who is listening, um, please make sure <laughs> um, over the next couple of days, keep an eye on the Fox Footy page. They are going into the final round of the celebration um, tournament that they've been doing. Um, so basically, oh, AFL celebrations, whether it be celebrating a goal or celebrating a win, they've just basically picked a whole bunch of moments. Um, the final four has just been finished up. Um, Mark Williams won his category with the um, taking off the tie um, moment from the 04 Grand Final. Unfortunately, um, Xavier Dersma lost to James Hurd with um, Dersma's bow and arrow losing out to James Hurd's how um, crowd hug. So the I grand. So the grand final of this little tournament is going to be Choco versus Herd. We want Choco to win this one. <laughs> so come on, get onto the Fox Footy um, Facebook page and make sure you vote for Choco. And yeah, yeah. All right. Um, let's start the Crystal Pairs. Um, come on. Let's start with you tonight, mate. Oh well. Port well, we got a Maggie's game. Westies so, at Richmond Oval on Sunday afternoon, I believe. Yes, I believe you're right. Based on the way they played against Norwood, um, they'll have a chance if it's pouring down with rain because I can't see them beating Westies the way they played against Norwood. And I know that Westies are basically cellar dwellers, but I can't see us winning that game, so I reckon Westies by about two goals. Westies have only won two games for the year. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Alright, and how about and Port St Kilda? Uh, I reckon it Port only just. It's going to be a game similar to the game we played against Collingwood, and I reckon we're going to win by about the same margin, so maybe 10 to 12 points. Best on ground. Okay. All right, um, um, no, Matt, you're. I'll go. I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll take over. Um, so I'm going Port Adelaide in the Magpies to beat West Adelaide uh, by uh, 15 points. And I'm tipping St Kilda. I think I uh, last time I tipped against Port Adelaide a couple of years ago. I can't even remember. I don't think I've tipped against us. Ever, ever since I tipped North Melbourne and we ended up beating and smashing North Melbourne that week. So I was really glad I was wrong and I'm, I hope I'm wrong this week. But uh, So hopefully it's a good jinx. But I'm, I'm going to go with St Kilda by eight points. Uh, I hope it's us. And I think there's a good little chance of that as well that we can win. If we win, don't, you know, uh, i glad I was wrong and there's a good chance of it. But with my tip, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against my heart and against my want and I'm going to say St Kilda eight. Alrighty. Um, I reckon the Maggies will get over the line over the Westies. I, I mean, West Adelaide. The two games they won were that long ago. Now that I mean, what is it? They're on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight game losing streak at the moment. Where they won two games in a row and then lost the first three. So I think Port will beat the Westies by eighteen. Be a close one. I think it'll be a fair bit of back and forthing. 
Um, and for the power, Port to win by five points. Okay. And I'll leave the next bit for my Ruffy. Okay. All right. So, come on, your BOG. BOG, I reckon for the back lines, it's going to be a Lear Lear. He's going to rectify the poor game he had against Melbourne, and he's yep. going to come now, out so and make his the back line. For so a Lear Lear. again? A Lear in the back line? Yeah. Yep. Midfield, I can't go past my man, Ollie Wines. He's had that stellar of a season that he's going to continue his form. And for the forward line, I honestly think that Mitch Georgiatis is going to have a big game. Ooh. Back of a big mark. Yeah. He'll have a big game. I like that. All right. Uh, I'll I'll say uh, my back line. I am going to go... Hmm. Let's go with Tom Jonas having a big game, requiring a big one. Let's If he has a really big game, really good game, it could be the difference between us winning and losing. So I'm going to say that he he's in there all day and he's, he, he's going to be the best player in the back line. Our midfield. <clears throat> oh, let's go with uh, Travis Boak. Travis Boak will have a really good game. It's going to require, again, these guys to have all good games because I think St. Kilda are actually going to have a really good game and I think it's going to be neck and neck, like I said, with that eight-point margin. So uh, Travis spoke in midfield. And our defenders, uh, oh, sorry, our forward line, um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm concerned about forward line so much now with Motlop and, oh, I don't know, it, it, in a way... Just to keep head above, head above water and play a really good game. Like I feel like our best will still just be close to a, just a win if we play our best and win. And then Charlie Dixon, I can't go past him still. Uh, you know, keeping us uh, you know, afloat and and being around there. The, you know, near the end of the game. It's Charlie, Craig. Alrighty. Um, in defence, uh, I think Burton's actually going to stand up and have a. Um big one i know he had a he had a really big first half last week but then i think he had a couple of injury concerns and was on and off the field a fair bit in the second half and really wasn't able to um really deliver which i think didn't help us but i think burton will come up and have a really good win um week in defense um midfield can't go past only wines i think he's just gonna have another big game and um just be nice if you did. Be another dominant midfielder for us and up forward. Right. I think um, I can Sam Mays may be um, our best on ground up forward. <laughs> nice. I reckon he's going to... I have a feeling he, he he's definitely going to have to step up now as a small forward. So, um, no, I reckon, yeah, Sam Mays is uh, my best on ground up forward. Carmine, um, you're a roughie, mate. My roughy is going to be that Joel Garner's going to get his debut match. Hey, he's already had his debut match. Has he? Yeah, mate. Okay. How much of a fool do I look like now? Uh, <laughs> I'll Ruffy, and I will say, this is tying in with my uh, Mitch George artist being uh, best on ground in the forward. I think 
he is going to kick three and set up about six or seven goals. So Fair score enough. involved. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, oh. Just, my, just quick, just right. quickly. Okay. I just wanted to, um, Luca keeps bringing, you know, a lot of people are bringing this up that there's no odds for the Port Saints game at the moment. And they reckon it all yes. happened as soon as Port named their list. No. The reason that the odds aren't being um, yes. done at the moment is because they still don't know where the game's actually being played. And they and still don't know when the right. game's being that's played. A, that's why <laughs> um, the odds for the game have not been posted yet because they don't know what's happening with the game. So you can't say, oh yeah, Port, um, Port's going to have X odds because it, it could change for the fact that maybe they may play the game in Perth. They may play the game in Melbourne at an earlier time. They may even bring it to <coughs> LA. <when you coughs> get Gold Coast. Game. Yeah, Gold Coast. Why not? <laughs> Well, that's, basically well, a lot that's of my roughie. My roughie, Craig, is that Matty Sullivan's at the game <laughs> watching Port Adelaide <laughs> and St. Kilda at Metricon Stadium on Saturday night. Oh, God. <laughs> <coughs> and they may play a double header. I think West, uh, Gold Coast and Western Bulldogs are playing there at some stage. And, There's uh, already so... four games getting played at Metricon. I think if the, yeah, any anyway. other games get um, brought up to Queensland... They'll go to Gabba. Well, okay. Here's my my roughie for real. Is that I believe that we uh, the both 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 teams both teams when it comes to inside fifty uh, are going to have record inside fifties. Uh, what is an average inside fifties? What's an average inside fifties? What's five fifty? <laughs> What's, we've been doing out. We've been doing about forty-five, fifty. About, about fifty, yeah. The whole game, okay. Let's go with both sides because I just feel like there's going to be a big free-flowing tools. It's going to be a game of just. It's going to go in, and it's a bit of. Oh, you can almost see a little bit of circle work. So I'm going to say that there's inside fifties for both sides. Whether you. They can be effective with those inside fifties is irrelevant. It's going to be high inside fifties from both sides. So let's go with let's go with the number that's really pushing it. So let's say plus uh, plus sixty five. Oh, so it's just going to be neck. It's not going to be a tight, slow, tight in game. We, we first quarter, you guys are laughing at me if it's just like yeah, one one, one point each and that it. But you know who knows? But uh, that's my roughy. That's why it's roughy. Mm. Alrighty. Wow. So Yours. my my roughy to go with my margin of a five point win. My roughy is that we will get the win with less than a minute to go with a Lysette to May's goal. Oh. So we're a point down, and then Lysette to May's. From a is it, is it, from a, a throw in or a ball up, don't care. Mays just comes in, gets the ball, kicks it, gets us um, five points you, in front. And I, I love how specific you are. If how ironic like will it be? How ironic will it be if he taps it over the back and Mays runs in uh, with what Robbie did against St Kilda? Oh, I was more uh, thinking. I was more thinking it would be. It'll be. I think it'll be more. Out. 
I'll be thinking, freaking out. I won't be just going on. I mean, it'd be ironic, but I think it'd be more like what, be, oh, um, I'll be Lysette out. and Butters did last year. That genuinely happens. We're one point behind and this happens. I'm, I am, I'm, 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 I'm turning a believer again. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I reckon it'd be more I, like a Butters to, Butters to Lysette deal where it's a, yeah. it's a ball up. And Mays just somehow runs through the pack, gets the ball, and just kicks the goal. It won't if we're be, two won't points be behind from... and Lysette passes to Mays and Mays kicks a point, then you were like visioning everything, oh, but you just didn't it. see the full picture. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but they, that's what I'm going with. Uh, that's good, mate. I like it. Good luck. Oh, that was I like Yeah. All right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much again for listening, whether that be... In delay uh, while over your cornflakes on a Friday morning, if it's in the uh, on the way to work, and if it's live right now on a Thursday night, thank you very much. Uh, um, yeah, boys, uh, thank you very much for jumping on, Nick and uh, Anthony. Uh, I hope you've had a lovely, nice, quiet night. Hope things get a bit better for you, boys, as you've been had a busy and hectic uh, day. And uh, thank you very much. Uh, Carmine for jumping on uh, uh, of course uh, well, last minute. appreciate that buddy and also thank you very much as always Craig you're a trooper thanks bud no good thank you so much alright uh, be on the lookout on the Facebook page for, uh, for for of course Craig with the fedora I'm sure you'll be wearing the fedora while you, oh, even course. if you're on the couch on Saturday night I always and uh, it's going to be <laughs> it's always going it's going to be look Hopefully, uh, hopefully the boys come to play. Look, even if you know we, we're backs to the wall, Port Adelaide are decimated, but hopefully we show Port Adelaide uh, true grit and determination. It's uh, it's twenty-two in the park still, and uh, we, we haven't got some, we haven't got a full lot of dummies out there. And as we said, we've mentioned some of those really good players, and hopefully if they're playing really well, hey, you know St Kilda, as I said, boys, they they could be, we just don't know what's going to be turning up from both sides, and that's potentially, and we don't even know where it's been played, so. Well, uh, we're we're previewing a game that we don't really know roughly what kind of stuff is going to come from either team. But if the game, well, surely will be played, but where it will be played, uh, that's almost another podcast on into itself. Thank you very much, everyone. And uh, Craig, you're a superstar again, and uh, you're going to take us out because I'll uh, you've yes. got all the uh, panels in front of you tonight. So. I am ready. I'll let you leave us out. Well, everyone, I uh, hope you've enjoyed the show, and hopefully we do get a win this week. That'd be really nice. And uh, get the power. Get on the board. Yeah. 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 Yeah.